Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. What? Two things. First, you, sir, are not allowed to sing until January. At this point, if we don't get more comments, because we got the two required comments, Young Santa and UA Mommy, thank you, Susie, (laughs) decided to drop a comment, which means you don't sing until January. So, A, stop it. Stop it right now. And B... Ghostbusters is wait, later in the show. Wait, 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 wait. You can't do that. What? A. No, you said one and then B. Have you ever watched Home Alone? Yes, I have. There you go. <laughs> so Ghostbusters is later in the show. We have a really cool interview to play first. So not only can you not sing, you're jumping the gun. So calm down. No, no deep breath leading into song. Not going to happen for a month. Actually, two weeks. Everybody should see the shame and disappointment on his face. We're taking we're taking Christmas off, right? Well, I think I think that what we're leaning towards now is like we won't release something Christmas and New Year's week, but we'll package a bingeable thing. Actually, we haven't made that poll yet. You haven't made that poll yet. So go ahead and tell them because people might not have watched the Facebook Live. Last that is night. true. So we have a question we're going to post to everybody. Our social media manager, social, 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 so, 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 so great. Our social media so manager, <laughs> so we, um, our social media manager, Dave Adams, will post this out on our Facebook page for all of our valued listeners. Do you guys want content to drop weekly the week of Christmas and New Year's like we typically do one a week? Or should we save that and drop a bingeable packet of three episodes right after the first of the year? And what we got, the comments we got were, please give me something bingeable. I think Blair also said, give me something bingeable. I think we need a full-on poll to get a good pulse check of what we should So let me ask this. Was Blair's, because she doesn't want you recording... On New Year's Eve and Christmas no. Eve? Blair's is, Blair's. Is, well, we can schedule around that. Blair's is that she is not going to have a lot of time to listen while the kids are home from school anyway. Because mm-hmm. she usually listens um, when she's running or, or taking the dog for a walk, that kind of stuff. So she would rather have them for when uh, school is back in session. That was her thing. Okay. So. By the way, we are two and a half minutes into this, and we haven't done this yet. Golden Voice of the South. Huh. Human jukebox, Dave Adams. That's you. All the way from the top of the state of Alabama, where Madison, Alabama. Where it's currently doing what? Where it's snowing. Because the fun. weather outside is frightful. Enjoy that. But the fire inside is so delightful. The fire inside. The fire. And since we've no place to go, introduce let me. it snow. 
Oh. Let it snow. Let it snow. I didn't sing. I, <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go like slow jam. Like like right? Is that what they call it? I yeah. I know. I did spoken word poetry. Spoken word poetry. Well <laughs> snaps to you, sir. <laughs> anyway, phenomenal brother. That's me. All the way from the House of Mouse. Yep. Where it's currently Saint- 75. Yeah, it's 30. It's according to Mickey Mouse on my watch, it's 32 degrees right now. Wow. Uh St. Cloud, the middle of Florida, the middle of America's wing. That's that can't be a thing. Why not? It can't be a thing. It can't. It just can't. What does Florida look like on the map to you? What does uh, certain? I think the last person to leave a comment, the actual comment was, "I love listening to this show with my kids." That's so very true. that's the last time we'll bring that one up. So so let's let's also say this. If you love listening to this show with your kids, something else you should love is the content that Adam was able to get for us this week. Oh, thanks, Dave. So this week I was able to secure, uh, secure? Ben, ben Penrod, who um, is running a Comic-Con here in Central Florida in Lakeland in January, the 18th and the 19th. And you'll hear all the details during the interview. But um, we were looking through some of the, the guests, and and it turns out that some of his stuff not only is a Comic-Con in my area we were interested to learn more about and learn more about the guy who runs it, but there's a pretty big wrestling overlap, which Dave totally geeked out about, especially in pre-show. <laughs> he held it together a little bit better on the real show, but... I mean, he we said were doing the, the wrestling. He did, and, and, and he I went, lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'll play that now, guys. This is Ben Penrod from Central Florida Comic-Con. All right, everybody. This week we have the uh, distinct honor of welcoming on a special guest, uh, new to the podcast, um, Ben from the Central Florida Comic Con. Um, it's a show that's going to happen this coming January here in Lakeland. I'll let Ben do all the talking about it, but um, he, he can say it much better than I can. What's going on with that? But we um, have been talking to him for a few weeks now, trying to get him on the show. We actually made the time work out. It's an event we're excited about because um, it's close to my hometown. I'm trying to figure out how to get Dave to, to come down <laughs> to, to Central Florida to experience it himself. So we'll see if we can't figure that out. But Ben, uh, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so why don't you give us a little bit of background on uh, Central Florida Comic Con, you know, when and where, how it got started, um, what your role is it with all that, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, I've, been, I've been running Comic Cons for like, I don't know, since 2011. So I've got some shows in Maryland. I've, I started Awesome Con in Washington, D.C. I've got two shows in Florida now, and then I've got a show in Alaska also. So uh, wow. I got a bunch of different shows I'm running. So <laughs> I started Central Florida Con. Uh, this year was our first one in January. The, the next one is January 18th to 19th. It's at the RP Funding Center in Lakeland. It's going to be so much fun. Um, we had about 3,000 people out at the first one, and I expect it to be just a little bit more than that uh, this year. We're going to have a little bit of growth, I think. That's so, great. Ben, talk to me about uh, about putting it in Lakeland. Uh, most people, you know, you're, that Lakeland, if I'm seeing my geography correct, is right in between Orlando and Tampa. So why not put it in Orlando or Tampa? Why Lakeland? So there are a million shows in Orlando and Tampa already. Uh, and Lakeland has the, the RP Funding Center, which is this amazing, beautiful facility that uh, actually has a lot of history. And I, since the first time I went there, probably 2014 or 2015, I've wanted to run an event there. Because you know, whenever I see a really cool venue that I don't feel like is being used right, 
or, or, or you know, isn't, doesn't have something like a comic con there. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you know, I, I try to think of a cool way to put something there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I I, uh, I really like the venue. It's a it's a cool little convention center attached to an arena and a theater, and it works really great for what we're doing. And you know, eventually we'll probably be able to grow into taking over the arena as well. Yeah, that works out well for me. My parents live in Lakeland, so I'm just going to crash with them. Perfect. During the show, so awesome. that, I, I love it. Yeah, it's a great space. I've been there for a couple of things too. Um, so, what can what can folks expect from this year's event? Um, what are some of the things you'll be offering? Um, whether it's headliners or just some of the content on the floor, what kind of stuff you got lined up? Yeah. So the the first thing everybody always asks us about is celebrity guests. So this you know this year we've got Jason David Frank, we've got Cooper Andrews from Walking Dead, we've got Aaron Zek from uh, Ruby and Red vs Blue. We've got um, you know a lot of comic guests coming in yet. I haven't announced all of our comic guests yet, but, but we'll have them out probably this week. Uh, we've got a few more celebrity guests lined up. We've got a wrestling show, and then we've got all of our panels, tabletop gaming, costume contests, all that kind of stuff. All the dealers and vendors, uh, the dealer booths and artist alley tables are selling much faster than last year, and we sold out last year. So I, I was able to squeeze in a few more booths this year, and so hopefully, um, you know, it, it, it will still sell out, but but we'll be able to have a better selection than we even had last year. And I thought it was pretty good last year. So wrestling, you say? Yeah. <laughs> you have Dave's I full just, attention now. Uh, I'm listening. Yeah, so, I, so I'm running a, so I've got a, a promotion in, uh, that I've been running in Orlando called Nerd Street Wrestling. And uh, so I figured since we've got the building for our setup day on, uh, January 17th, then I'll take over one of our, our panel rooms and we'll we'll run a wrestling show there. So um, this this build, the cool thing is that this building is, is very historic uh, when it comes to wrestling. This is a mm-hmm. this is a place that in like the 70s and 80s, um, there, there were huge wrestling matches. Uh, actually, last year we had um, B. Brian Blair was at the con. And uh, from the from the Killer Bees, I'm not. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Killer yeah, Bees. But, uh, so he was at the con, and we were talking about the uh, we were talking about the RP Funding Center, which used to be called the uh, Lakeland Civic Center. And mm-hmm. he was talking about how they would they would run the same venues every week, and that but they'd only run Lakeland like once a month because that was like a big show because they didn't have you know Orlando and Tampa weren't really built up the way that they are now with uh, you know they weren't huge cities so. Um, you know, Lakeland was like the, the what they called the, the quote unquote the, the blow off town, which is where they did like the big matches and, and everybody, uh, you know, they, they have big title changes and stuff like that. And like Dusty Rhodes was main event, would main event there. So it was, it's Man. a cool thing. I also looked up, so the arena has also had so many cool uh, concerts and stuff there. Like uh, they had in the 80s, Motley Crue ran it with, oh, wow. uh, with uh, Guns N' Roses opening for them. Wow. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. So this is like such a cool Wait, venue. GNR awesome. wasn't wasn't headlining. They were opening for Motley Crue. Yeah, this is but it was they were this would have been like right when Appetite had first dropped. Okay. So okay. This would have been like 1986, 1987, wow. I guess. Wow. So they would have been brand new. And Motley Crue would have been the coolest thing going at the time. So yeah. they they would have headlined this this uh, big arena. Like Aerosmith and Kiss had played there. All sorts of huge, huge bands have have run this place because 
uh, back before there were pro sports teams in Tampa and Orlando, they didn't have the arena. And right. since Lakeland's right in between Tampa and Orlando, then, uh, you know, if you were running a, a world tour, you, you'd want to stop right in the middle and get yeah. both towns. Yeah. And Lake, I mean, there's plenty of people in Lakeland too, so, so it works out really well. That's cool. So, so tell me a little bit about booking uh, Frank because he's not exactly a small name. He he's the Green Ranger. I mean, that's that's the guy that when you think of the the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the original one, we know that he was kind of a late add-on. But the original five, no one really knows their name except the Pink Ranger because she was everybody's first crush. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but talk to me about getting him on on the show. Yeah. So we have. Um... I've I've worked with him before, so I booked him uh, for Awesome Con in Washington D.C. And so, you know, I kind of reached out and I was like, "Hey, man, I think you'd be a great fit for you know the show I'm doing in in Lakeland." And uh, you know, he's he's filming a uh, I think he's filming a movie or something. And so he had to like check his schedule, make sure it all worked out. But uh, but he was able to squeeze us in, and it's going to be a really cool time. I'm super super hyped to have him coming. That's cool. Are you, are you going to try to get him involved in the uh, the NerdCon wrestling? Or the uh, nerd I don't wrestling? know. I don't know. He, I, I did, I did bring it up with him. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see if he if he goes for it or not. But um, you know, I know he's uh, he's been dealing with some injuries. He's he's very active in uh, mixed martial arts. Right. So I I know he's uh, he's always you know keeping in good shape though. So so we'll see. Hopefully he'll uh, he'll want to do it. That's cool. It sounds like a good show lined up. But how, if you go back, how'd you first get involved? So you've got shows spread out now across the country. So I grew how'd you up, first get yeah, into it? Yeah, I grew up in Maryland. So I started the, the Annapolis Comic Con in 2011, and that was just uh, you know my hometown where I grew up. And I had been selling comics, buying and selling collections, and setting up at conventions all over the place. So I, uh, you know, I was like, I'll just run this little show in Annapolis. It'll be fun. And then uh, that show went really well, and I really loved it. And I was I was like hooked on running shows, and so I I started uh, right. Actually, I started promoting it before I ran the Annapolis show. But we started a show in Waldorf, Maryland, called the Southern Maryland Comic Con, and both of those shows are still running today. They're they're not huge. They're like you know eight hundred, a thousand people. I do them once a year, and they're really fun little shows. No celebrities or anything like that. Just a good good time. Uh, and then I started uh, AwesomeCon in Washington, D.C. in 2013. And that's one of the biggest shows in the world right now. It's over 80,000 people every year. Wow. Um, oh, wow. I don't really, I'm not really involved in it day to day anymore. Um, I still am a minority owner. But, uh, but you know, that, that's, a, that's a huge, huge operation. And I got, I got kind of burned out for running a big show like that. So mm. I, I took <laughs> a step back. And so that's why I'm not really involved in that one anymore. Uh, and then... Um, so I started Central Florida Con this year, I, and then I just ran, I just launched a Kickstarter for a new show called StarCon, which is going to be in Orlando next year in September. And StarCon is going to be kind of my take on a, on a hotel con. So you know some of my favorite shows are uh, Dragon Con, KatsuCon, MagFest, uh, you know, uh, Holiday Matsuri. Uh, spooky empire things that have that are in a hotel and mm-hmm. everybody just kind of like lives in this hotel for a weekend and has like a huge party 
And so this is kind of my t- my take on on a on a hotel con like that. Um, I think StarCon is going to be really really fun. I don't need it to be super huge. I just want it to be like the most fun anybody's had. Nice. And, and so I've, I've been working really hard on that. The Kickstarter is running right now. Um, we'll see if we make it to the goal or not. We're <laughs> we're going to be cutting it really close, but but it's going to be uh, the show will happen either way. It's going to be super fun. Yeah, um, let me ask since, you. Yeah. It says on well, the post well, that that's over by Universal. Is that where you're Yeah, yeah. So it's it? going to be the Double Tree Hotel right next to Universal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. And then, so uh, while we while you're on the subject of that, Ben, yeah. let's let's get into the weeds of, of people who maybe people who are listening to us aren't Comic Con people and they, they, they don't know the difference. I mean, they hear about San Diego Comic Con every year and they know that's when the Marvel movie or the Star Wars movies or that's when the, the big trailers of everything hits and they know about dragon con because that's always the the opening of football season and dragon con are all the same uh talk to me about the difference between a hotel con and comic con san diego comic con and what you're doing at central florida and uh, awesome con and all that stuff yeah so the difference so something like central florida comic con uh is more of a it's more of like a a day event you know we do run some after hours stuff and and it, it's something that you can you know make a whole weekend out of. But we have a lot of people who just who most of the people who come in for that show, who the attendees, are just coming in. They just drive in, they hang out, they come in their cosplay, they meet some celebrities, they buy from the vendors, they they attend some panels, they might join the costume contest or watch the costume contest. Then they drive home, and they come back the next day and do it all over again. And, you know, maybe have a new cosplay for Sunday that they didn't have for Saturday. And, you know, the difference from that to something that's more like uh, like hotel focused would be that you that you'd come in and you'd stay at the hotel and you'd you don't have to stay at the hotel, but but you're going to be spending more time there and, and you you're more involved in the panels. You're you know, there's celebrities and there's vendors and stuff like that. But but there's more focus on the after hours activities. Like I just uh, talked to one of our guests for StarCon today about possibly doing a burlesque show after hours. Uh, and then, you know, there, there's probably going to be a, a really cool after party with, you know, dancing and drinking involved. And there's going to be, maybe we'll, we'll plan some sort of excursion over to Universal since uh, mm-hmm. Halloween Horror Nights will be that time of year. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so and, awesome. and you, and from that hotel, you can just you can walk to Universal. Yeah. And what know, weekend it, is StarCon? <laughs> so it's uh, September twenty fifth through the twenty seventh of uh, twenty twenty. Hmm. So, so the past two years, Dave's actually come down. That's right around my birthday. Oh, sweet! And so Dave's come down for Halloween Horror Nights. So that might be that third weekend, time's Adam. the charm. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and I'm this usually, is Horror Nights thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I get the frequent fear pass. So I'm just there. Like I think I went over 20 times this year. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's All right, just, so yeah. let's go down a, a tangent on Horror Nights real quick. <laughs> All right. So so what was your favorite house and why? Oh, shoot. Um, I liked Ghostbusters because it was Ghostbusters. It was like walking through the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. I also, if, it, if you're talking about like an original, like non-licensed house, uh, I liked Yeti. Really? I really liked Yeti. And then um, I also liked Us a lot because I watched the movie yeah. for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Right before I went into the house, and it really freaked me out. Yeah. See, uh, us didn't really get me. 
maybe it's just because. Well, okay, so I'm spoiler man, and I watched all the walkthroughs before oh, we went man. through the house True. every time, and, and so I knew exactly where all the scares were coming. Yeah. Oh, um, but I thought uh, Gladiator, the the fear, the Gladiator, uh, Blood Pit, Nightingale's Blood, Blood Pit. Pit was my favorite non-IP house, just because I'm a history guy. Yeah. And, and so walking through Roman times was awesome for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, we, me and my wife both ranked us much, much higher than Dave did. But she had, we went through it, watched the movie, and then did it again. It was better the second time after seeing oh, the movie. It was just so never, faithful to the story. Yeah. I knew so I cool. knew that I couldn't go through it without seeing the movie first. And then I, so I, uh, I watched yeah. the movie one night, and then the next night I went through the house and yeah that messed me up man it was like <laughs> i expected i expected like to look at, I, I expected like myself to come out in front yeah. of me in like a red suit and i've been yeah. like no <laughs> well that's awesome well so so tell me what go through the the life of a comic-con host or comic-con whatever you call yourself promoter yeah promoter. Uh, to you to borrow a wrestling term uh so January is is your Super Bowl, I guess. But pro- if 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 you're anything like most promoters I know in wrestling, the day after, so January nineteenth, you're already working for twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, to an extent. So I've got I've got another two shows. So I've, right now is kind of uh, I'm I'm in like a five month long Super Bowl. So I've got uh, I, I had a show in November in maryland um and then december is just promote 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 uh and then january i've got central florida con and then what one two three four five weeks after that i'm in fairbanks alaska for the first ever alaska comic con which uh which is going to be really really cool but that's going to be cool or cold it's going to be very cold it's going to be the coldest (laughs) con ever but nice this is the this is but it's uh if you're in Fairbanks in February, you ain't got anything else to do except come to this show. <laughs> so that's, that's great. Uh, and then, and then two weeks, two weeks after that, no, three weeks after that is my Annapolis Comic Con in March. And then, um, then I'm gearing up for WrestleMania. Yeah. So, but so, but yeah. So I'm always, I've always got my eye on on the next thing. I've always, I'm always kind of working. On the next show, the cool thing about the these shows right now is, uh, unlike Awesome Con, which is just this crazy beast with probably uh, you know their cycles like fifteen months, so you start working on the next next show before the the the, the next show has even happened. But my my uh, my cycle for these shows isn't too big, so I don't have to really do too much worrying about them right off the bat. I just want to secure my dates uh, before too long and. And then I can worry about everything else, you know, over the summer when I got a little bit more time. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, so so tell people we hadn't really talked much about if people are in the Central Florida area yeah. in January, the eighteenth and nineteenth. How can they get tickets? Yep. What uh, What's the process for all this? Yeah. So you go to centralfloridacomiccon.com. And there's ticket links all over the website, um, and you can buy your tickets now. If you, you know, you can buy tickets at the show too, but it's just quicker to buy them now because you can get in real quick that way. Um, they don't cost any different online or at the show. Uh, there might be a little bit more 
at the show, but but they'll go up online too. I just there's early buy discounts that are. I don't know the whole. I don't. I don't remember exactly how I plugged them in. But but if buying earlier is better. Yeah. But right. You can still buy them on the site. Doesn't matter. But okay. um, But yeah, you just go to the website. Uh, we've also got all of our guests listed on the website. We've got, you know, all the information on how to get there. There's a Google Maps link. It's uh, if you want if you want to participate in our programming, uh, which you'd have to get that in pretty soon. But you can submit a form if you want to run a panel or something like that. Uh, if you, you know, if you're, you know, if you're a member of a press or like you guys, you know, there's a, there's a press submission form. So, so I have all the, all your information, um, you know, all that kind of stuff's on the website and you can, you know, easily get in touch with us and, you know, everybody who emails me, I email them right back usually. Yeah. What about if we want to do a live podcast broadcast from the, uh, the floor of Central Florida Comic Con? Uh, yeah, we could probably set that up. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, I don't know if we already talked about it or not, but yeah, I filled out the paperwork. Hey, We're waiting to okay. hear back, right? Yeah, okay. I'm just gonna put you on the spot. I mean, I, I mean, right we got the there. guy. Yeah, we got the guy we need to talk to yeah. right here. So, yeah. well, Ben, we we appreciate you coming on. Uh, you are a. It seems like a very very busy guy. And so to spend 20 minutes with us two weirdos, it, uh, <laughs> we really appreciate you coming on and talking with us. No problem, dudes. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank Thanks, you very man. much, Ben. And hey, if if they can't get you on, on, the, on the website, which they should, but go ahead and throw out your Twitter handle, your, your Instagram handle yeah, if you've got so, one. And So we are on Twitter. We are at CentralFLACon. Uh, on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Central Florida Comic Con. And then uh, on Instagram, I think we're also Central FLA Con. I'm trying to keep it the same. That's great. All right, Ben. Well, like I said, we appreciate you coming on. And uh, hey, we'll, hopefully we can uh, we can make this an annual thing. And we'll, we'll have you on next year when you're ready to promote for uh, 2021. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks. All right, thank you, Ben. So that's it, everybody. Take a second, visit his socials, visit the Comic-Con's webpage, their Facebook page. Lots of good info out there if you're interested about how you can attend. And take a look at all of the shows Ben talked about, because no matter where you are in the country, it seems like there might be a show that's in your general vicinity that might work hold for on, your scheduling. On. You say that, I but do. he's got he's got Maryland, yeah. he's got Annapolis, yeah. he's got D.C., he's yeah. got Florida. Yeah. So that's great on the East Coast up it there is. near Pennsylvania. It is. And then he's got Florida. Yeah. Like we said, that's down yeah. for you. Yeah. And then he's got Alaska. Okay. So California. Where we don't Washington, have any listens yet. California, Washington, and Oregon, they can head up to Alaska. That's like a three hour drive. We don't have drive. any listens in I'm Alaska. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. That's not a three hour drive. But but a when we look at our. I'm, 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 I'm no, telling our audience. Can't do it. Nope. Did you almost sing again? There should be I a penalty. Did. Wait. Okay. For, forget the geography of the United States. We're totally dropping that topic and moving on to the fact that there needs to be a penalty if you sing. Because I don't post-prod anything out, hardly anything ever out of here. There needs to be a penalty. So I need everybody, when you hear this, I need you to go on our Facebook page, Unrelated at Birth, or the listener group, preferably the main page, so everybody can see it. And I want to know everybody's thoughts on exactly what the penalty should be if Dave sings. I need to know what your thoughts are, because there has to be one. Because you are going to do it, and you can't stop it, and you must be punished. What? How are you going to punish me? You are ten hours away from twelve, eleven hours That's, away from me. But I'm I'm opening up to our audience of what they would like to see happen, and if our audience comes up with a great idea of maybe how you should punish yourself, 
flogging public flogging uh, i don't know um uncomfortable facebook live situations wearing an auburn hat without, out in public a month without disney actually that's not a bad idea what a month without disney no an auburn hat out in public you shut your face huh young santa <laughs> yeah that's me you caught me i left my own comment <laughs> you caught the tater <laughs> you caught me <laughs> Hmm. All right, not- so that's that's only one idea, guys. I need to know comments from everybody. If you, I don't care if you're in a a random situation where you just happen across our podcast. This is the first time you've ever heard it, and you have no idea who we are. I need you to tell me how we can punish Dave. We've already seen that an Auburn hat out in public on Facebook Live evidently hurts. So I and, think we've started the ball rolling on some pretty good ideas here. What if I can't go to Disney until March? That's a decision that your wife makes for you. That's not really a punishment because you can't do anything to stop that. And I could. I can get in the car and drive 10 hours and go to Disney. You could? No. <laughs> Hashtag things I can say when a man does not hear. Hashtag punishments for Dave. I need you to to put it out there and put that hashtag on it. And let's get this trending. Twitter. Hashtag punishments Punishments for for Dave. Dave. I love it. There you go. All right. So why did I start singing the song at the beginning that you stopped me on this week, Adam? There was a pretty big trailer that dropped that I think a lot of people were looking forward to. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife Mm -hmm. has dropped its first, uh, I won't say first trailer because there was kind of that teaser with the bar this was the first trailer this is the first time we've seen any real footage though yeah this was the first trailer the first one was a teaser okay thank you get your get your your thank you merriam webster i mean i am apparently the geek on this show because you didn't know that jason david frank did wrestling that's not a well okay that knowing dictionary definitions is more being a nerd than a geek but mr also told man you also told me that you probably wouldn't know who the Red Ranger was if you saw him out in public. I wouldn't know who the Red Ranger was. When I, I, I did not watch a lot of Power Rangers. I'm sorry. I didn't. That doesn't mean that I can't learn about it, though. Okay. I tell you what. Why don't you do like you did for wrestling when you tried to introduce me to wrestling and you showed me, what was it? Firefly Funhouse? Firefly Funhouse. And that was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Pick the most obscure episode of Power Rangers and let's start there. Okay. <laughs> That's the way you can introduce me to it. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, they dropped the trailer, Dave. You uh, actually got on Facebook Live yesterday wearing a Ghostbusters t-shirt because you were so excited. Dude, so give us you your have, thoughts. You have no idea. So I like the fact that they're bringing in a new generation of Ghostbusters. And so Paul Rudd says that there has been no ghost activity for the past 30 years. Take that, all female-led Ghostbusters. You are oh, not in canon anymore. That. I didn't. You catch are that. not canon. Wow. So they basically just destroyed the uh, the what's her name? Kate uh, McKinnon and Kate McKinnon and, and yeah, yeah. All the all the hmm. that Ghostbusters that that's not canon anymore in the Ghostbusters trilogy now. Um, I do like the fact that Will from Stranger Things is in it because. A lot of Ghostbusters fans in Stranger Things Season 2, Episode 2, I think it was, that was the Ghostbusters that we all wanted to see. So I love the fact that we're getting to see Will in a Ghostbusters setting. Um, I also love the fact that Will is retconned as 
Egon's grandson. And that's how we're going to get probably Vankman and how we're going to get Dan Aykroyd and, and all the other cast in. What I will be upset about, if for the love, if you don't give me Slimer, I will be so mad. Slimer better be in this movie. So, Adam, hmm. tell me your thoughts that we know <laughs> are going to be very controversial because you said it on the live feed last night. I did. Yeah, I kind of I didn't let the whole cat out of the bag, but I, at least you know it's a cat. I um Meow. Thank you. Thank you. How Michelle Pfeiffer of you. Um I I have no doubt. Okay. <laughs> if we get two more comments, Dave will never do that again. <laughs> oh, that was um, so <laughs> I um I have no doubt. Meow. Oh God Almighty! So now instead of singing, it's meow. <laughs> what does the fox say, Dave? <laughs> so the I have no doubt that they are going to stay very true to the original Ghostbusters storylines because they actually quote Vinkman, and it sounds like it might even I don't know if it's him or Paul Rudd, but they actually quote him in it. And borrow a line from the original Ghostbusters in it. And it it, it is... The, the characters are there. The story seems there. I think the problem that I have, and I'm hoping it's just the first trailer, is it feels like, whereas Season 2, Episode 2 of Stranger Things, the kids wore the Ghostbusters costume to trick-or-treat. This feels like they took Ghostbusters and brought Stranger Things into it, yet again, with Super 8, E.T., Goonies the typical 80s trope of the kids can do everything and they save the day. You, that shot of the Ecto-1 sliding through the field and then going down that main street and that side seat that slides out with the proton pack flying out. Not, kids are not going to do that, okay? Kids, millennials today sit and look at their phones. Oh, oh, whoa, and, whoa, and whoa. Just, you just no, went there. I did go you there. You went there. The, it, it, the, the whole trope around the kids band together and conquer the adults worked in the 80s because kids actually left the house in the 80s, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, I joke. Oh, I, I joke about that. Oh, my but main, do you? I but do. do my you? main concern with it is, is that it's so overdone, and Stranger Things is the one that overdid it. I don't think Stranger Things is running into the ground because you had to have Bob and the sheriff and all the and all the people get together on it. You had Steve and all them get together on it. But the whole kids don't need the adults and the adults just shake their heads. Wow, how ingenious these kids are, like a Home Alone kind of thing. I just totally hope they don't go in that direction. But we don't know that they're going in that direction. I know, and that's and what I'm saying. I hope that they don't. My, my hope is that they built this to give the movie a Stranger Things vibe to suck younger people in, just like Halloween Horror Nights has done, right? They brought in right. Stranger Things to get younger folks. My hope is that they're making this feel like Stranger Things to bring in the younger folks, and that the original three or four, because they should have said more, the original guys all really have a part in this more than it looks like in the movie. Because in the movie, it looks like the kids are just going to find Egon's old stuff and just go to town on it. And that, to me, would be a complete letdown. Well, even so more we, so of a letdown than the Liberty Statue of Liberty walking down the street in Ghostbusters too. Oh come on, that wasn't that bad. It would have it would have completely destroyed everything. That sucker is heavy. Okay, the well, pure okay. physics of it alone. Quit quit bringing physics into this and just 
watch a movie. I love Ghostbusters too. It is vegan. I love Ghostbusters too. But I just when you watch it now, them leaning out of the top and they're playing your love. See it because I can sing. It's lifting me higher when they're doing that. <laughs> when they're doing it, it it's, it's kind of cheesy. I just hope this. I just hope this isn't like. Hey, look at the kids. They saved the day. I, I, I just, I don't need it. They don't need another movie like that. But they're bringing, okay, we know they're bringing Murray Aykroyd, and we've heard rumors that Moranis, Hudson, and Weaver are mm-hmm. all going to be in this movie. They have to. They have yeah. to be. It, without, and it can't just be a funny cameo like in Zombieland or something like that with Bill Murray. It has to be a full-on, they play an active part in the story, not just, oh, look, everybody's old now and the kids are taking over, a la Star Wars, right? Right. So so the role I think they're going to play is Hudson, Murray, and Aykroyd are going to teach these kids how to use the proton packs. And I think that Paul Rudd is going to play the part of Harold Ramis. If they're all in it together and it takes all of them to band together to stop whatever it is that's coming absolutely on board with that kind of thing and but not we're going to teach these kids how to use it so that they can then go use it without any adult supervision whatsoever let me tell you when we saw so old you do but let me tell you this (laughs) when we saw mark hamill Uh, in in force awakens for two seconds i fangirl i fangirl but dude if i hear and you might need to bleep me no, if I hear if I hear Dan Ack or, or or Bill Murray s- say somehow we came, we saw, we kicked some. <laughs> if I hear Dan or Bill Murray say that in this movie, oh, fangirling what I did when I saw Mark Hamill in Force Awakens ain't nothing compared to what I'm gonna do when I see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ain't nothing. It ain't nothing compared to what I'm gonna do when he says that. Yeah, I mean, come I mean, on. That's what I'm saying. Is it's too? There's too much there to make people literally applaud in the theater. Where if it just comes down to a bunch of kids, it's not gonna. It's they. they you can't pull off what Stranger Things did because it was unexpected. Right. This is right. this is a franchise they've built up to this. There's so much <coughs> expectation. Yeah. That there's really only downside. It's it's the same thing Star Wars is is falling into, right? With the, and we've talked this before on the show. The culture that around nonsense. this geeky stuff now is there's only downside. You're never going to exceed the expectations. You're only going to meet it. And right. and I just hope that they focus group the heck out of it. <laughs> so <laughs> to figure out exactly what to do for everybody. To bring it back full circle to what we talked about when Ben was on the show just a couple minutes ago. Sure. When we're talking about horror nights. What was the first thing I said to you and Blair when we walked out of Ghostbusters? That house. Do you remember? No, I don't remember the first thing you said. I said, for 30 years of my life, mm. I never rem- I never thought that I wanted to. But for 30 years of my life, I wanted to walk through that movie scene. Yeah. And that house just did it for me. Well, it's like walking through the set. I mean, it's like literally being backstage or being yeah. you know, in it, you know. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put pose this to you, Adam. Okay. You, I don't know if I can call you as big a Ghostbusters fan as I am, but you're you're a pretty big one. So, I know this pays the bills, and this is going to be a tough, tough one for you. <laughs> By what I've seen of Rise of the Resistance, you get to walk on to a Star Destroyer, and you see a legion of, of uh, Stormtroopers. Yeah, those troopers. are photos they've released, yeah. 
Yes. Doing that or walking through the set of Ghostbusters and getting to be there and see Slimer come up at you or or Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray comes out there yeah. and says, we came, we saw, we kicked some. Yeah. What was the most 1990 Adam Russell? Which one of those makes you jump in your skin more? Um, if you're talking the actual experiences themselves, it will mm-hmm. be Rise of the Resistance because mm-hmm. the scale is there. Right. What makes Rise of the Resistance so impressive is, yes, the content is fantastic. And the ride systems are, are something where you don't really understand how what you're doing is happening. But it's the scale of it. And when you're going through when you're going through a queue, basically, not a queue, but like a narrow hallway like Halloween Horror Nights makes you do, mm-hmm. it was a great experience overall. And I'm not saying that it wasn't. But it's not to scale. Everything's sure. not the way you saw it in the movie. Everything's not the same. You're having to... The jump scares are the reason you're there and your head's always on a swivel and your attention's being diverted. But the fact that you can stand there in that bay, that landing bay, and just take it in for a few minutes. Yeah, You're not hurried through You and, and you just get to stand there. And then after that, you still get another thing that you just can't believe that you're doing. That, that to me, the experience makes it better. Now, I will say, to be close enough to things that you can actually touch them. Like when I fist bumped the Ghostbuster the last time we walked it through, okay, (laughs) I geeked out a little bit. It's just a dude. I know (laughs) it's just a dude who got hired to stand there and mouth that line that you said. But, you know, it's those kind of things where 1990s Adam was like, oh my gosh, I fist bumped a Ghostbuster, even though you didn't really, you know, come on. Yeah. But what um, was the line, Adam? What was the line? I'm not going to say it. Come on, Adam. They each in their own way, I think, bring something to it that the other one can't handle. We saw... Anyway, <laughs> we conquered. There we go. But You're the guy that says, Rammer, Jerry, Yellowhammer, give me heck, Alabama, aren't you? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Very true. I should be that guy, too. We just beat the heck out of you. Well, we haven't in a while. Well, out of everybody else. Not Auburn, not LSU. Oh, by the way, who called that? Way called back what? in September. Who called that Alabama would lose to LSU and Auburn? I did. Oh, I did too. But I put it on Facebook. You didn't put it on <laughs> You put it on Facebook first. first. You, you you did say it first. You okay. you were first out of the gate with that one, yes. Just but no, make I... Sure, um, make sure everybody knows that. Yeah. I can't wait to it rise, though. I'm, I'm excited about one day getting the opportunity to experience that. By what I've heard, you have a loophole to be able to let you ride rise, right? A loophole? What does that mean? You know, cast members can't use, can't go to Rise, can't go to Hollywood Studios, right? I mean, I, you can get in on certain types of tickets, but not everything. Okay. Please consult your Blackout website for details. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm saying that to anybody who's a cast member that might listen. You but no, um, there's not, it's not a loophole. It, it's, a, it's a way to get in, yes. But yeah. it's getting up at 4 o'clock to be there by whatever time to actually get into the virtual queue line. That's, you have to commit yourself I see to no, it. I see no issues with yeah, it's that. There's just a lot going on this time of year. Dude, I did very Merry Christmas party, stayed till midnight, and then got there for the 6 a.m. open. Okay. So I don't want to hear it. 6 a.m. open of what? For when they were doing the 6 a.m. open of Hollywood oh, Studios. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I've I've done it before. You don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. 
All right, so there's our, our, our going off about Ghostbusters. Well, I, I want to know everybody's thoughts, too. I'm serious about this commenting thing. I really do want to know, because we didn't talk this on the live stream. Instead, we talked James Bond and got a lot of thoughts from folks. I want to know thoughts on that trailer. Yeah. I mean, seriously, comment and, and or call the, call the down birth below. line or whatever. <laughs> hey, guys, comment down below. Click notification. But... um. I seriously want to know what other people's thoughts are and see if I'm just off the reservation on that one. Because well, from what are. I've seen, people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm just cautiously optimistic because Hollywood has let me down too many times lately, I think. You're not even cautiously optimistic. I think you're almost in a, eh. You're in the well, Eric James, Terry. You are in the Eric Terry realm. Anytime I text Eric something I'm excited about, he sends me that Simpsons meme that goes, meh, meh, yeah. Uh, that that's you right now. You yeah. are when I send you the Star Wars like you're like, meh. When you send me the what? The not Star Wars. The the Ghostbusters. Oh thing. yeah, I was. Yeah. Meh meh. We'll see. Come on. I We're didn't see anything. Getting... I saw the car and a proton pack. That's it. I didn't see anything else that ties back to the originals. I need to see a little bit of that before I'll be excited. It, okay. He also pulled back. If you if he pulled back the. Uh, the actual outfit, it said Spangler. Okay. We know that that's Egon's. Mm-hmm. Egon's grandkids are in it, so why wouldn't they see that? You're impossible, dude. Sometimes I am. You're right. But Dave, let me give you a little life lesson. If you always lower your expectations, you're either right or very pleasantly surprised 100% of the time. So what's your expectations for Rise of the Sky- uh, Rise of Skywalker? Uh... I honestly don't know what expectation to form on that one. How is the Emperor alive? I don't know. I honestly have I no idea what to even expect. I know. Yeah, I know you know, Mr. Spoiler. You, quote, accidentally came across the spoiler on YouTube. No one believes that. I did no accidentally find it. I, no I, I, have, I have blocked that YouTube site, so I don't stumble on it again. But you've already seen it, so I mean... Well, but he... After that, he po- he posts daily new spoilers so but i i've decided to block that so i don't watch it so is he the guy that bought the script for like 50 bucks on ebay i'm sure he is wow it, it is funny we have a we have a training class for sensitive information inside the company and this is the time of year where it comes due so everybody's taking it around the office i wonder if they made john take it again john boyega. john boyega didn't have to take it <laughs> so what's funny if you watched his uh he was on fallon a couple nights ago he was yeah and uh, he, they said, and Fallon said, "Hey, can you not spoil anything?" He said, "Dude, I'm already in enough trouble." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I think he, I yeah. think the Finn spinoff on Disney Plus is <laughs> Ain't it's probably a dead project now. Finn's probably going to uh, die at the end of. But Rise you know what? I'm because... okay with that. You know why? Because the Mandalorian is so freaking awesome. You know what I found out today? What did you find out today? And Logan actually posted this on on I think his personal Facebook. But our friend Logan Seculo, if you don't know. Uh, so, do you know... So, The Mandalorian is basically a spaghetti western. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know who plays the body double of The Mandalorian? No. The body double. John Wayne's grandson. Really? Like the stuntman? Sp- like, so when he has to, like, tumble yeah. and roll and stuff like that? Yeah. How that's spaghetti cool. western can you get? Yeah, that's true. I mean, the Duke's grandson. That's pretty cool. Is in a Star Wars Western. That's pretty cool. Yep. And I hope right. we're not letting anybody down by not talking about the Mandalorian. 
Hey guys, I think comment down below. Are we letting you down by? <laughs> I'm serious. I think I gonna have everybody's to. talking about it. It's I know, just everybody's I talking about it. I am geeks talking about it. They talk about Frozen in a cruise. After we talked about Frozen in a cruise, I went there, Adam. You did go. <laughs> I love you guys, Ryan, Chris, Chris. I love you guys. But you, 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 you kind of rehashed an old topic. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, Dave, <coughs> how, can, how can they reach us on socials if they want to rant at us about uh, calling them out? <laughs> at Run Tide Run. And, oh, thanks uh, for leading with mine. <laughs> Adam's at Run Tide Run. I'm at D Adams 415. <laughs> oh, I'm at D Adams 419. The show is at Not Related Bros on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, he's Run Tide Run. I'm D Adams 419. Unrelated to birth on the gram. Uh, Adam, what's the phone number if they want to rant on us? 650-UAB-SHOW. Didn't have a message this week. Let's have one next no. week. If we can get two voicemails. Two? Two voicemails this week. In one week, what would happen, Dave? I won't do spoken word for the rest of the year. Oh, that would be fantastic. Okay. So so if you want to sing it in spoken word, I can't wait to see what the third option is. So let's get two voicemails in before next week so we can see what, what happens if he can't sing or talk. Whoa, whoa, I can talk. Not can recite, talk. well, sing or recite lyrics verbally. Okay, okay. There you go. Okay. With no so, musical intonations. All right, we, we've done our, 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 our socials and how to get a hold of the show. We have. Thank you We're for going, recapping that. So now I'm going to tell you the story of the elf on the shelf here's the story of an elf named bell i can't finish the lyrics <laughs> this is hurting me this is really Please hurting me. continue your story <laughs> all right so we're we are recording an interview that it took us six months no lie six months to get and you'll hear that interview next week. I'm not going to tell you who. Oh my with. gosh! And I have to say, we're not going to say yet. We're going to let you guys find out when we drop it. But I literally hung up from that call, went in there. Me and Blair were like, <laughs> anyway, "Did you really?" We did. Yeah. Wow, you're anyway, a dork. We are a dork. <laughs> Collectively, love you anyway, guys. But you're a dorks. All right. So during that interview, for those that missed the the live stream last night by the way monday nights 8 30 9 o'clock central adam and i do a live stream on facebook if you're not part of the facebook like and like the facebook just like the unrelated birth on facebook just do it and you'll see every monday night between 8 30 and 9 o'clock on central time we go live on facebook and we have a good time last night we had a great time yeah it was a good one we went for almost 40 minutes it's like a whole we extra only, episode. I know. We usually only go for 20. Yes. But anytime that our listeners want to interact with us, we'll stay as long as we can. So, anyway. So, my wife is out of town this week. I'm playing Mr. Mom. Yeah. So, this interview that we got tonight, I, Adam is right to be giddy. I mean, these people have a million followers on Twitter. 500,000 likes. It's 2 million, 2 million subscribers, almost 2 million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. So, so 
between their three channels, almost two million subscribers. So no, that's on the it, one channel, dude. Oh, is it really? Oh yeah. What do you, what oh. do you dude? Give okay. me some credit. Oh, you, you got a big one. <laughs> so big deal. So I was, I told my girls, I said, all right, I'm gonna put Doc McStuffins on, and usually they'll sit there and just watch the episode, and I was, I was okay. About halfway through this interview, I hear just bloody murder screaming from Ellie. And I thought, oh, crap. Crap wasn't the word I thought in my head, but I can't say the word that I thought Please in my don't. head. Because Adam would have to bleep, and we are, we're trying to do a, as much post-prod. as We're trying to get that out. Yeah. But anyway, so Ellie comes downstairs. I hear her just crying, stomping down the stairs. I mute my mic. I call. I text Adam and said, "I'll be a minute." Ellie pops into the room, screaming her head off. Daddy, Harper touched Bell. For those that don't know, Bell is Ellie's elf, elf on a shelf. For those that don't have kids that are, for those that have kids that are too old or don't do the elf, humans can't touch the elf because the elf flies back every night to see Santa. Mm -hmm. And if a human touches the said elf, the human or the elf loses its magic. And can't fly anymore. And can't fly anymore. So, Harper, the two-year-old, touched Bill. Mm. The worst thing that can happen to a five-year-old's life at Christmas. So I told Ellie, I said, don't worry, honey. When I'm done with this interview, I'll Google ways to revive the elf's magic. Which one, by the way, is to, to lay it down and put cinnamon around it. Just FYI. Okay. Well, that's good that's to know. That's straight from Emma, so that's a, that's a reliable source. Okay, that's good to know in case it ever happens again. So, she, I told her, I said, honey, this is a very important interview. I'll, I'll, I'll come upstairs in a minute. This is going to be done in just a minute. She, of course, wipes her tears away and says, Okay, Daddy, I trust you. So the pressure's on me at this point. We get done with the interview. Very, very good interview. I think Adam and I did a very professional job with this one. Unlike most of our other interviews. <laughs> <laughs> but So I go upstairs. I asked Ellie and Harper, I said, Well, what happened? Well, a little backstory. Last night... Belle got into Ellie's popcorn. And so there was popcorn all around Belle. My puppy, who's now a year old, uh, a year old on Monday. Apparently, I, I misjudged his height because Max not only got up and got the popcorn, he got Belle. And I found out that Harper, loving her sister and knowing how much that elf means to her sister, Harper ran and grabbed Belle from Max's mouth, touching the elf. To which that destroyed Ellie's world. And in grabbing the elf, also pulled her shirt off of her. So I, I did some quick thinking. Didn't Google, didn't pull anything. Go ahead and give me Dad of the Year Award right here. Christmas time Dad of the Year Award. I I said, Ellie, after hearing that story, I have heard on good authority 
that Santa tells his elves that if it was an act of selfless saving, selfless kindness, the elf can keep their magic. Harper did an act of selfless kindness and saved Belle from Max's mouth. So therefore, Belle still has her magic. And instead of yelling at your sister, Har- Ellie, you need to go and give Harper a big hug and say thank you. That's true. Who is Dad of the Year? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, I therefore saved Christmas, and Belle is now hiding in a new spot. And I also told her, I said, and daddies and mommies have one magic day of the year where they can touch the elf. <laughs> And put the clothes back on That's her. true, yeah. And this was the one exception. So we can't do this ever again. So don't don't touch her ever again. But this was the one night of year where we can touch the elf. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you get that one night a year. I know. It's a very it's awesome. big exception. that I'm sure that's used across the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. good job, man. There you go. Dad of the Year Award, Dave Adams. Golden Voice of the South, Human Jukebox, right here. Boom. Wait, I can't be the Human Jukebox for two weeks. Sorry. I can't even use that nickname. Well, you can. The Jukebox is just unplugged. I shouldn't have made that bet. Yeah, well, you did, so. Too bad. And just wait till everybody starts giving their ideas for a punishment if you do sing, because you've technically already done it once. And there's one magic time a year where you can sing one time when you're not supposed to. <laughs> and you've used that. I have, have enough. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we say it every week, and we, we do mean it. We love you guys. I mean, you spend a, an hour out of your week listening to me and Adam rant about crap. I mean, this week was all about geeky stuff. Uh, and we, we appreciate the fact that you spend an hour out of your week Hey, next week, guess what? It's all going to be about Star Wars. <laughs> and we we might have... We, you know what? We might have a special episode dropping next week, too. Yeah, we will. We will? Hmm. All we already right. talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. We're going to have two Facebook Lives next week, too, aren't we? Yeah, one on our Monday and one for the movie. And Thursday night. Yeah. I go see the movie at 9.50 Eastern or 9.50 Central. Oh, I go at 6.45 Eastern. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we got then. Holy crap, that's 545. I'll have to go Facebook Live without you. Then. I will know everything before you even sit down. Will you? Because I know everything already. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the spoilers. I made it real nice. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we say it every week. We do uh, appreciate you and, I mean, listening to us. And, and we do love each and every one of you. And, uh, Hope you all enjoyed our ranting about Ghostbusters and Central Florida Comic Con. Guys, we will talk to you all next week. And uh, even before then, we'll talk to you all on the Facebook Live on Monday night. So, uh, guys, love you all. We'll see you all next week. Merry Christmas. Bye, guys. Bye. Technically, this is the the end, the the post-credits scene, Mm -hmm. where Olaf is, is... basically telling everybody what happened in Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. So technically, it's not part of the movie. So technically, so, I can sing in this so part of the So here's what happened in our podcast. You're not allowed to sing. Fine. <laughs>